Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin. And today we have a one-of-a-kind project on known as Koala Club. They are big in the Hedera space, and we are so thankful to have them here. One of the OG, go- OG products, projects. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. We're really uh, looking forward to this. So I know we just connected a couple days ago. And, yes. Uh, you know, I, I reached out to you like, hey, man, like, we would love to chat, love to talk, give you some updates, talk about things we got going on at Koala Club. But yeah, we're, uh, we're really appreciative of the opportunity. So thanks for having us on. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's no awesome. worries. And so what I'm, my main question here is we have three, three of you here as well. Like whose idea sparked this project? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of hard because like <laughs> me and Buck, we just, we kind of came together at the same time and he was, you know, talking about the wildfires and in Australia and everything. And, yeah. you know, I was coming up with different pet ideas and it's like, just kind of sparked together when we came of like koalas. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sense. was, it was definitely like, we were talking about like, like cat in the hat, <laughs> like on a skateboard. We were talking about all <laughs> yeah, <right here. laughs> so many ideas trying to get something that was like different and unique. And um, since we were choosing Hedera, like we knew, but it's very hard. There's no like, there was no marketplace. There's nothing to see to make yeah. sure that we we're like doing something else. But there's a lot of pixel, pixel art and just like more, um, you know, visual type like drawings and whatnot. And I mean, you know, we wanted to make a difference to the power of, you know, NFTs, which is our, like our mission statement. And that's just really, I think koalas was like, it just was kind of like a sign because like, you know, um, they have like mental health issues too. We didn't know that till, you know, um, doing this. And yeah, we know a lot about koalas nice. now. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just They're like very, very interesting animals. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> super yeah. Unique. And, you know, like picking up through like i got this australian bark box for my dog or something like that and there was like a kangaroo and a koala in there and it's just kind of like insinuated that you know we let's should run something. with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it was sick. a sign from the heavens that said hey this is the, this is your your journey and your destiny this is what you need to do i mean yeah. the artwork's amazing so i mean i can't put it past you guys to go with a koala yeah we we'll yeah, no, really appreciate that. it our artist, yeah. artist does an excellent job so yeah um, I mean, Cab, you can probably chime in a little bit more because you're, you're a lot more familiar with her than I am. You're typically the one that deals with her, but um, yeah, yeah you just explain a little bit about her background and like you know things she's doing and stuff like that. Yeah, the artist is uh, she lives in Indonesia, so it's kind of like a 12, 13 hour difference. So usually oh, yeah. when we're up, it's hard. Wow, it, it yeah. kind of works perfectly, honestly, because oh, really? it's like when we're sleeping, she's working, and yeah, then true. when we're up, you know, we can do things, and it's like kind of works out pretty pretty good. And it's yeah. pretty awesome because, like, the more, you know, relationship, because we met her online and the relationship that we've gained, it's just like we've, you know, done life changing because of the currency exchange rate and everything. Yeah. And it's like she's really excited. You know, her family can, you know, live a little bit better and everything. So that, that, that's amazing. Makes a good feeling. Yeah. That yeah. is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I kind of think, like, we're, we're helping to fulfill her dream because she was working, like, three or four different, like, weird odd jobs and stuff like that and just kind of doing whatever she could to put food on the table. And now it's like she's a full time artist. She's yeah. thriving. Uh, I mean, she does artwork for us. She does artwork for other projects as well. But, you know, I think we kind of like helped launch her, her art career and, and made it take off. So, you know, now she's able to fully support herself, like just strictly through art, which is amazing. Yeah. So it tied and in. I, feel like, the I feel like that's very common in just the NFT space with a lot of like Eastern side of the world people like they have great art backgrounds and stuff, but they've never been able to utilize it until now. And now they get to show it off to the whole entire world. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's like one of the yeah. beautiful things about crypto is, you know, like a, a lot of these artists, like were, you know, traditionally, you know, five, 10, 20, 30, 50 years ago, 
artists like unless you died, it was like, you never became famous or made yeah. money off your art, you know, yeah, it's, so sad, now it's like a lot of these people are being found. And then like, it only takes like, you know, one big investor or one project to kind of like recognize you and, and then your, your career and your life can take off afterwards. So, you know, we're, we're definitely super happy that, um, you know, we're able to kind of help her fulfill her dreams as far as like her art career is concerned. Yeah. That's I think awesome. this, the same thing, I'm pretty sure the same thing actually happened to Panda Syndicate as well. Um, Lazy Day is based yeah. out of, I believe, Thailand, Indonesia, somewhere, somewhere out there. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he, that guy's an artist. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an amazing artist. I actually started out before Koala Club as a mod in Panda Syndicates, so it was really cool to you know kind of experience that side too. Yeah, that yeah. was that was our second NFT project that we held on the podcast. No, yeah, he's an awesome yeah. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You guys just re- released Mint Two of the Koala Club. Yeah, how did that go? They went fabulous. Yeah, went well. <laughs> I was just seeing your guys' yeah. point of view on it all. It, it, it went great, but you know, without a little hitches here and there. So um, yeah, sure. I mean, it was cat. Maybe you want to touch on that? I but think. I guess yeah. Yeah, behind the scenes, it was honestly like really stressful. <laughs> we ran into we had too many traits and like for generation and everything. And then we had a lot of rare traits and it's like we had to go back through and like basically take out a lot of things. So then we you know, narrowed yeah. down on to a good, you know, currency because we're basically having two drops within Gen 2. So gotcha. we did 800 this time. We'll do a thousand, you know, in our drop too. Yeah. And we just kind of had to think about the whole entire drop rarities help the community. But I would say, you know, just without all the stress and everything once we were done it was so nice to see like the profile pictures of the community and how excited they were to see and represent the koala club i think that was the most rewarding part yeah it's been yeah. A, it's been like it's been a quite a long time since we had a last drop uh like end of february beginning of march time frame and then we didn't have anything in between you know, we had some uh charity auctions and stuff like that but we were just really getting a foundation built for you know our holders so when we had a next drop it was more it had a backbone to it so it was just like refreshing to get something out and just have it to be like really successful in our yeah. you know our eyes yeah yeah i saw yeah. that you guys gave away fifteen thousand over fifteen thousand dollars in donations correct correct yes. yeah, yeah that's throughout that's the entire of the project yeah wow and it's mm-hmm. been the you know koalas mental health um helping kids like eat and it's it's just really awesome and especially the emails that we get back it's like saying thank you and everything it just it makes us just want to keep donating you know and just keep going yeah. as far as we can our first donation was um what was it cap um the kentucky relief um of the tornado that happened in uh november december it was december yeah, 2021 and, and, and 2021 yeah. yeah and we yeah. used the kringle koalas um, and, you know, use that to the donation. And then we had um, um, Save the Kids was in February. And then we did um, 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 what's the um, uh, the Qualic Sanctuary um, Live was Free 999. Yeah. Live and then for yeah. Mental Health, we did uh, Live Free 999, which is just That's like, awesome. um, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. where you're, if you're feeling alone and just, you know, you need to talk to someone, um, there's a 24. Actually, seat. I think I have that shirt on right now. and that is awesome mental health and everything yeah Yeah. that that was kind of like always like the you know the the ethos and and kind of the mission behind the project was you know we we wanted to make a difference in the world through the power of nfts um you know unfortunately too many times like you see like nft projects where it's just like kind of a cash grab thing or whatever it may be so we thought like hey you know if we can do something that can impact people's lives or you know different charities and, and foundations 
um, and, and contribute to that, like then it really makes a difference. Because if like Buck always says, like, you know, if you're trying to just make a donation by yourself, like it's pretty difficult, but that is one of the beautiful things about like the crypto industry in general and like a lot of the NFT communities is you can band a, a bunch of people together and then, you know, through people kind of pulling money, like through DAOs and other things, you can really make a large donation that makes an impact, like I said, on people's lives or, or different, yep. uh, you know, donations and charities. So that was like always like one of the main missions, like, hey, if, if we can accomplish this goal, um, then we feel like we've at least like, you know, done our positive impact on the world. So, yeah, yeah. And that, that, I was going to say that kind of leads into we're actually partnering with an in real life sanctuary in Australia. Yeah. And we'll have a little bit more news and information we can release publicly once we get some things, you know, figured out. But yeah, we'll be um, definitely, we have some exciting news about that. But yeah, it's going to be really peaks. cool. Sneak peeks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, for instance, like, you know, a, a, yeah, a percentage of our Gen 2 mint, percentage of our Gen 3 mint, um, you know, we're releasing a play to earn game, hopefully, like late Q1 or Q2 of 2023. So, percentage you beat of that. Exactly. And, and also, um, 2% of our, like, our, all of our royalties are going to be donated to the sanctuary. So, you know, we're super excited about that. Um, we, we've kind of narrowed it down to like two or three different sanctuaries that we have our eyes on um, in Australia. And we're getting some help with some, uh, I don't want to give away too much information before we can announce these things, but uh, we basically have a, a, a large personality, um, a large influencer, whatever you want to call him, uh, based in the UK, um, multi-time best-selling author, uh, 325,000 different followers, uh, mountain climber, mountain climber, adventurer, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, TV yeah. host. Like, so like hopefully this, this partnership with him will bring in a lot of attention to the project in general. And then he's going to help kind of facilitate the partnership with the sanctuary because he has such a great relationship with a lot of communities and a lot of uh, businesses and stuff down in Australia as well. So over the next couple of weeks, definitely keep your eyes out for that. Um, but like I said, the, the main thing is if, if we can grow the community, we get more people involved then the more charitable donations, the more impact we can make on these yeah. sanctuaries. So like, we're, uh, we're definitely excited to make some of these announcements over the next couple of weeks. Oh so. yeah. Like, you yeah. know, Cap and I sat down and, you know, we were talking about last year, you know, we want a, a Koala Club sanctuary or a partnership or, or something like that. And it's just like, um, sometimes you don't, you just gotta be patient and just do your thing. And, you know, um, what you're manifesting or envisioning is gonna come. Um, you can't just force it overnight. And so yeah, it's we've just been like, manifesting this for a while. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just really cool to look back and like, you know, what we've done in a year and what, you know, we're going to continue to do. And that's just something we always wanted to do. So that's like a huge thing for us with the Koala Sanctuary. So it's just like crazy. It's a great <laughs> that's accomplishment. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. especially when you have a vision towards like a project or an idea and it just continues to spark and flow <laughs> down just the path. And like you don't even realize it halfway down the path and you're like, look how far we've came. Yeah, and you exactly. don't even realize yeah, exactly, it. man. Yeah. Cap, yeah, Cap says that a lot, and it's really nice when he says that because it gives me a chance to like reflect on, yeah. um, you know, what we what we've done, and you know, each of us what we've done as well. So it's just yeah. And you guys, yeah. you were talking about that that big influencer over in the UK, and it's going to be amazing how much he'll be able to help your guys's project, but it's also just going to bring more eyes to the whole entire Hedera space of NFTs. Exactly. Because, exactly. I mean, if he has that big of a following, it's just going to continue to grow this whole entire space because more eyes will not only come to you guys first, but then they yeah. want to see what else is out there. 
Yeah, exactly, absolutely. and that's the truth. And we also have some things where you know we'll have releasing like announcements and such coming up. But we're reaching out to you know Asian communities and Spanish communities and a whole bunch like coming to Hedera community. So that's you gonna know, be really exciting to talk about. Yeah, yeah, and that's like one of the, the the great and beautiful things about like the Hedera NFT ecosystem. Like obviously, you guys are well versed and like you kind of get it, and you know the culture like that's yeah. especially like in the community is like everyone knows each other. It's extremely tight knit and close. Um, like when you go from like one discord to another or like Twitter, like everyone's following each other, like everyone interacts with each other. Like everyone knows what's going on, like in their personal lives, whether it's, you know, the relationships, kids, jobs, whatever it may be. Um, but at the same time, it's like kind of a double-edged sword to where eventually we, we do need to grow the ecosystem and kind of expand and, yep. and get more people involved. Now that might not be the best thing, I guess, in, in some regards, because then it's like, we lose a little bit of like the magic that we kind of have within the ecosystem at the moment. But, you know, if we really want to make a difference and we really want to grow and, you know, expand the communities, then we, we need to start building bridges. We need to reach out to other communities. We need to reach out to other people. And I think just in general, like if we can all, whether it's, you know, individual community members or, or projects, like if, if we can bring in other people from different chains. So, you know, if we bring in people from Ethereum or Solana or Matic or Cardano, as they come in and they kind of experience not only like obviously the amazing technology that the Hashgraph network has, yeah. um, but really the culture like and everything that we've established, like kind of as like a lot of the OGs in the space, then I really think like all of a sudden at that point, we're kind of primed for liftoff and the space is just going to start booming. And then once again, at that point, like the projects that have really well positioned themselves, um, you know, have good missions, ha have good communities, they'll be extremely successful. So, you know, like you were saying, the more people we can bring in from whether it's, you know, influencers or, or, you know, marketing avenues that we're going down, it's just going to help us in the long term, not only as a space, but obviously as a project. So we just really hope that like, hey, the more people come in, that means the more money we can donate and the more we can prove on, on these, these charities that we're trying to get money to. So, you know. yeah, it's a very, it's a very smart strategy. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also <laughs> cool that it's, it's worldwide as well. So, you know, it, it's not just in the U.S. or in Thailand or even in like Mexico or other places. It's 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 everywhere. And it's cool to see that people are sort of, you know, going out and I guess you could say canvassing kind of in their yeah. local communities to, you know, spread the word. I know that uh, Slim Gringo of Tokomex does that like all yeah. of the time. Um, I think I want to say Fresh does, too, with his clubs and stuff. So it's just cool to see that. um that like people people are are really really taking this seriously and are really trying to just get the word out because I think that's the biggest yeah. thing you don't see media really talking about it at all except maybe like CNBC I see yeah. uh, uh, Brad Garlinghouse on there every once in a while but like yeah that's pretty much that. it so yeah, like, we, yeah exactly we need more media for it that's that's you know, that's where we come in but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it yeah yeah spread the word. Yeah, I think King Absolutely. Solomon was saying, you know, kind of like the same thing. Like we, you know, uh, Maul, you spoke on it too. Um, just about like not uh, burning bridges with other projects and saying, oh, you know, we're better than them and we're better than this. And that and just that doesn't get anywhere. You know, we just need to grow no. as a space. No. So, yep. you know, like what you guys are doing and, you know, it's definitely helping and making, you know, a difference. Yeah. And, and I think like yeah. most H barbarians in general, like, we are extremely passionate. We're extremely knowledgeable about the network. Like we, we understand like, like we're, we're all here for a reason. I, I think a lot of people like when they kind of start like their crypto journey and they go down the rabbit hole, it's like, obviously like yeah. everyone starts with like, okay, like you figure out what, like what crypto is, like what's Bitcoin, what's Ethereum, yeah. what's proof of work, what's proof of stake. And then also like, 
eventually, if you kind of go down far enough in the rabbit hole, like you find Hedera, you find Hashgraph, and then like that that was kind of like my experience. Like when I first got into crypto, like after a while, I was like, okay, this is definitely the one. Like these guys got it figured out. You and see, Doctor Lehman's Harvard talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like the one, like eye opening one for me. I was like, holy shit, okay, this is amazing. Like if I was ever to get into um, like a Web three job, like I, I would want something that's involved in the Hedera Hashgraph network. Yeah. Did true. I imagine myself like two years ago, whatever, like being on an, an NFT project, like, no, uh, I was just like a, you know, random person, like buying a bunch of crypto and investing and everything like that and then flipping and trading. But, you know, we, we've come such a long way. So I think that in general, if, if we can like educate the masses as people come in, then we can make the network really grow. And, and like I said, just, it's just a matter of time before kind of like the floodgates are open and, and people start pouring into this area. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's only been a year in like um, the Hedera NFT space as well. And, you know, we just got to be patient and, you know, let it yeah. grow. I patient think the way persistent. that it's been growing. Yeah, a lot yes. of consistency is just, it's been helping the community. And, like, looking back from when we first started or when we first even jumped into the community, it's been over a year now just, you know, being in the community before Koala Club even. And, like, just to see the adaption and, like, the change of the community has been in unreal, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's really, yeah. like... Yeah, and all the tools and everything that have been built, like oh, yeah. the, the the space has come such a long way um, over yeah. the last twelve months. It's like it's kind of been like you almost feel like you're part of history, like because we know <laughs> no, like, you are a part of history. <laughs> it's yeah. not going yeah. thing. You are a part of history. <laughs> yeah. like, this is like history <laughs> being made right now. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a just, really cool yeah. feeling to be like you know like hey, we kind of like cemented our place in here, and like these are the things that we're helping to do. So um, you know whether your your patches and, and Turtle Moon Club, like where, where you're you're building out tools for the entire network that builds it. You know between like Hashgraph.io, you know uh, his launchpad, everything he's doing, all the different people that are building on the network right now. It's like we all kind of have the same goal to where like we want everyone to be successful. And I, I think as like things continue to get built out, it's just like like I said, it's it's a matter of time before um, the, fl- the the space truly flourishes. So yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's an exciting time to be involved in, in this whole entire space. Yep. We want everybody to be successful, but we don't want anybody to get rugged. That's the big thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We find all rugs, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> unless unless you do buy a pixel rug, that's the yeah. only exception. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's the only exception. rug in the space. Uh, yes, yeah. I've got oh, quite a few shoot. myself. So big fan of yeah, Brandon. He's got an awesome project. Yeah, obviously, he's a, a legend in the space. So love yeah. Brandon. He does a lot to help educate and and doing things. So yeah. yeah, like I was saying earlier, I mean, he's the one that like he goes constantly on these Twitter spaces and on different podcasts and he's trying to do stuff cross chain to where he's bringing people in. So, you know, these are the exact type of ambassadors that we want for the space to help to grow the community and get more people involved in the network. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. what kind of what makes the Hedera, you know, space stand out from like Solana and Ethereum is just like, we're willing to work together. And if there's tools that another project doesn't have, they're willing to, you know, let them have access to it or a discounted price or something, you know, that's actually helpful. Without a, without a doubt, like it's amazing to see stuff like that as well, because when you feel when you go to networks like Ethereum and Solana and you join these projects and you invest your money into them. And I've also experienced this. I don't know if you guys know what like near protocol is. They have yeah. their whole entire own marketplace of NFTs as well. Mm-hmm. And it feels just really like shark eat shark out there. Like it just yeah, like absolutely. it's cut. Throat. There's no way to really. It's either sink or swim. That's it. Yeah, that's all I've ever gotten from those. Yeah, it's just communities. Yeah, it's really just like you know a lot of quick flippers, traders, like people like okay, I'm trying to get in, build off some of the hype. You know, if you're lucky enough to mint, then you can flip it and make a bunch of money, and then like you go on to the next project. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, you know, that, that's the beautiful thing about the Hedera community is 
so many people, like, once again, like we all know each other, we're all invested in each other's projects. Like you see everyone in the same projects, whether that can be good or bad, but <laughs> yeah, you know, the positive true. thing is um, <laughs> like everyone is willing and invested and, and they're trying to make sure that each project's successful. And just the, the culture that we've kind of built, like as, as the early adopters of the space, I think really goes a long way. So, you know, when the people do come from Solana, Ethereum, Cardano, Near, Matic, wherever it may be, um, I, I think a lot of the newcomers, like when they first get here, they're like, oh my God, like everyone's friends here. Everyone's cool. Like it's not just everyone's trying to slit each other's throats. Like this is like completely new as far as like the NFT space or crypto space is concerned. So it's, it's something I think that we should all be very proud of as, as H barbarians and, you know, people that are, you know, influencing the, the, the network in general and building on it that we've been able to create this type of culture for a network. It's, it's kind of like almost unheard of. Yeah. I just wanted to touch on that actually like when there's a new project that comes on and the discord finally opens up it's like a family reunion you see everybody yeah. that you haven't <laughs> talked to in forever yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all just jump in there <laughs> and, yeah and then the grilling of the creator starts of like mm, what are your intentions here yeah, yeah. exactly people start questioning things and like all right it's the in- feel great intervention yeah yeah yep. exactly all right so rule number one of qualified club you're not supposed to though. talk about it, but unfortunately, <laughs> we probably do need to talk about it. <laughs> Who's developing the game? Is that's my first question. If you're able to yeah. release that, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I want to. We are literally within probably two weeks to three weeks of making the official announcement. So I'm sorry we can't do it now. No worries. Between signing legal contracts, gotcha. Dotting sure. all the I's, crossing all the T's. Um, so you are. You guys are a whole entire LLC. Quality yeah. Club is an LLC. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's we're the way of going. Yeah. Up and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, you got to um, be that way. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of like funny because um, when I first joined the team and it's like that, you know, that's kind of some of like my background experience to where like I have a very strong business background. Sure. And, and you know, I, I wanted to help Captain Black out that, and like that was one of the first questions asked. I was like, "Hey, so do we have an LLC set up?" And they're like, "No, nah, man. What are you talking about?" <laughs> so, all right, like, <laughs> we got some things we need to get in order here, but but we, we have made a long, a lot of strides over the last six months. So I'll give them credit. Like they've definitely uh, they've taken a lot of my advice, and I think we've kind of positioned ourselves and set ourselves up for success for the future. So, so yeah, Maul, you are the oldest out of all. He's like our yeah, dad. He's like our dad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. See, exactly. <laughs> you guys meet him. How did you guys meet him? Then? Yeah. So funny story. So I mean, um, I was just like one of like the original people that aped into koalas. So like, you know, nice. I've been in like Hedera NFTs like from the beginning to like, you know, back in like last summer. So like when things were first starting off, like an exact just first got going and, and we were doing, you know, peer to peer trades that were strictly built on trust. Like you were yeah, sending yeah. like, well, yeah. you can buy this NFT <laughs> for, for, for 8,000 H bar. Hopefully yeah. you send me the NFT. Like, and yeah. it was just like, like if you didn't go through with it, then like you immediately got blacklisted and yeah. like people like basically shamed you and it was like, yeah, it, like, yeah, you got, got like, put on blast. It's like a town it's square. Like, There's people with the bells. Yeah, so so basically, like I, I was one of the original per- people that kind of aped into the projects, um, and I really didn't come on board till like till March. Like I, I got involved like in January, like within like collecting koalas. Um, but I was one of the the 51st EVIP members on Koala Hash Club, and then you know just because at that point maybe selfishly like. I put a lot of H bar into it. Like I, I wanted to see the project succeed. So yeah. like I, I started just kind of like pitching ideas and saying like, Hey, we should maybe do this or look into this. And eventually like cap and buck just, you know, whether it's through persistence or they just got annoyed, they're like, Hey, like <laughs> let's take a call with this guy. And like, let's see if he's like actually like knows what he's doing or if he's a complete idiot. No, yeah, I, I remember, remember that, that actually. Yeah. yeah so, 
Sorry, go I ahead. Yeah. Say we had an EVIP meeting and Malsa just starts talking to ideas with other a lot of community members that are just saying great ideas. And I'm like, I call Buck. I'm like, yo, we got to get this guy on. Like, talk yeah. to him. <laughs> and I remember that day. It's really weird. Uh, I was on a walk. Like, you know, I walk a lot. And I remember that. And it was just like, it was just like, you know, it, it was just really cool for us to like acknowledge what those ideas were. We just didn't go. Oh, he's just trying to be better than us. Like we, I think we can all, you know, we, we like constructive criticism. Yes. Um, when people say, you know, this and this, you know, you know what I mean? And it was just yeah. to get someone on board. Cause like, um, just to get another perspective, an older perspective on, you know, things like that. And holders. Yeah. Cause you've <laughs> yeah, always sorry, I'm really not community. that much older than them. They, they like to joke around, but yeah. um, yeah, I've got a little more professional experience. Like, you know, I, I come from like a business management, business sales experience uh, for like 10 years and everything like that. Um, you know, took over some small companies and, and built them up from, you know, less than a million dollars to 2 million plus, um, you know, that's amazing. 15 different wow. employees. So it's like, I kind of had like a little bit of like, more professional experience, I guess, yeah. in that regards. The and, legal and side of things. Thought, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So I, I thought that like, hey, I, I, as a value member in this community, like I want to chime in, like I want to see you guys be successful. And then yeah. it just like a natural organic relationship kind of took off from there. Um, but yeah, they, they, they would joke around like, yeah, you're definitely the dad of the community, at least like for the team. Um, <laughs> like we first met each other in real life, like at NFT New York City, like back in June, so a couple months ago. And I remember like the first night we went out, like once they got in town, like, you know, I had like a t-shirt and just like a blazer on, like, you know, it's New York city. So I wanted to look like decently yeah. sharp. And like, as we're walking out, they're like, dude, why do you look like our dads right now? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit, room, we have like, a little bit of a different style. Yeah, like, exactly. wise. <laughs> yeah. So they, they definitely roast me all the time about that, but I, I like to think I'm, I'm decently young and hip, but you know, I, I am an old soul. So I, yeah, I, I yeah. take it with, with a grain of salt. Like I, I don't, I don't hate it at all. I mean, yeah, that's what makes the, the team so great. Honestly, is, he has different ideas than us, you know, and yeah. so we can actually collab on that type of stuff. Yeah. More brain power. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, we have a council with like 13 different members on it. And mm. it's nice because I like to see different perspectives, not because, I, cause I don't think like I'm always right about everything. Like I don't like, yeah. I'm not that kind of person. And so to get, you know, uh, you know, feedback on whatever it is to see their perspective and how it comes off is nice before you announce it. And it's just kind of like, you know, you're testing the waters a little bit on ideas and how to execute them. Yeah. We yeah, have a lot and of it definitely helps. <laughs> yeah. Because like we have people like from like early twenties all the way to like mid fifties. And it's I like, love, so that's what and, I love about the the space too. Yeah, exactly. That's like oh, the yeah. only time like, the you wide see variety that. of age. Yeah. Like yeah. in like the crypto space, like or an NFT projects in general, it's like you can become best friends with like someone that's like I said, like, like, 18 years old and they're a total gen, or it's like someone that's like 55 and already has grandkids, but like, yeah, like especially income <laughs> that's that they're this and take a risk. So it's yeah. like when, when you get different perspective and backgrounds from people that like, okay, we all kind of have a vision and like where we want things to go and you get different opinions, like then it really comes to like, you have engaging conversations and things that are extremely productive to where like, okay, I thought this was a good idea, but now that I've got some feedback from people within the community, like maybe it wasn't and then they can yeah. pitch ideas. So that, that's one of the things that I think we definitely like, value within our project in general is like we we are extremely cognizant of like what the community um like what they want and like what their suggestions are and we've pivoted multiple times to kind of like take those things into consideration so yeah, that's great and, and with yeah. like the the age difference actually even in the nft and crypto space in general i've actually learned more like on doing this stuff than i have ever learned in, in real life at all oh i know me so I, it's like I, I can that anything one. like yeah, literally yeah you guys look uh young as well too like you know not anything like after 30 
No. Hey, yeah. I, no. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 21. I'll put it out there. Hey, I'm 21. Yeah. I'm 26. <laughs> nice. All right. So I'm, I'm 30 years old, so this is great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gosh, bro. Dude, you like, have grandkids like, already? Dude, you'd be surprised, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not, but. Yeah, yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Cap, you're what? 21? I'm 21. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 great to see the wide variety of age. And I mean, yeah. what I, I truly like to think that just any input from other perspectives is better than no input at all. Because I mean, regardless of what they had to say and offer to you as their opinion, it's going to maybe reflect the way you view your creation or what you're trying to put out to the world. But in reality, it's just there to kind of just have as just a judgment side of yeah. things. Definitely. Yeah. Just yeah. a second, just like another point of view, more or less. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because like, I, you know, like I don't think it's one way or the highway, you know, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I like to bounce things off. Like, I don't just like, you know, sometimes you might have an idea that pops up and it's good, but I don't just like to sit by myself and spin in a chair and try to think of, you know, ideas and stuff like yeah. that. I do that in my shower. I just stand there and just literally think. Bro, I'm the same <laughs> so way. I'll be in 30 minutes just thinking. Just like, Dude, yeah. I just be going crazy and just coming up with so many ideas. Like this, literally this. Hey, that's true. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, we might need to cop some of those. I was checking out the website earlier. Yeah, so I love yeah. You guys got some good looking merch. For appreciate sure. it. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's all embroidered. All the clothing and hats are awesome. all embroidered. So yeah. Right. Hell yeah. Who's your yeah. Uh, who's my supplier? Uh, I use a third party through Shopify. Oh, it, awesome. Like my margins aren't good at all, but I'm willing to take that hit to provide quality <laughs> to the community. Exactly. Hey. The it's all about longevity at the end of the day. I'd rather get yeah. the brand out there in masses where That's more people smart. are wearing it, and I'm not making a mu- as much as I could, but like. The brand's getting out there, and more people are starting to know about slowly but surely. It's yeah. More focused on growth, less focused about oh, yeah. the, the dollar right now. Yeah. 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 And that's you where you know that you're building like. something great. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, if you have that mindset. Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, the only person stopping you from doing anything is yourself. You know, yeah, that's of course. All right. Yeah, so absolutely. I was checking out Zeus Marketplace, yeah. and obviously, you guys have your, your, couple collections of pride like of your koalas and they have the points next to them what is that point system that you have going for that because i saw like one point and then like three points on the different collections Four points and yeah, yeah. go ahead Ma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this was kind of my brainchild so these are some of the, the things that they brought me on for um as chief strategy officer but re- really what it boiled down to is you know when I first came on, on board with the project, like like I said, like like late March, give or take, um, it was kind of the unique period within the their NFT space. Like if you want to take a trip down memory lane, where a lot of the liquidity uh, had started to dry up. So between like you know March, April, May, a lot of people were like, okay, I probably overspent my H bar in the NFTs and made terrible decisions. Like now I'm going to be a little more cautious like how I'm doing things. So you know I, I kind of like said when I came in like okay we need to do not necessarily damage control but like we need to like kind of react to like what the current market conditions are. So you know I kind of came up with like this whole point system and and really I wanted to provide utility to like our Gen One holders. So you know essentially what I wanted to do was you know we wanted to get into farming we wanted to get into staking. We knew eventually down the road we were going to create like our own utility token. Uh, we had the ideas initially of like the play to earn game and like all these things kind of tying together. But 
it, it boiled down to like, you know, the goal is, okay, if you have a normal koala, it's worth one point, or you have like a different collection, like a more rare one, like an ultra koala is worth five points, um, or our EVIP pass was worth 12 points. As you accumulate more points, like kind of you get better perks and better rewards. Gotcha. So the more points and koalas that you have um, within our farming system, it's essentially like a tiered farming system. So uh, the more points you have, like you qualify for better tiers, the better the tier, the better the prize you can get, whether that's, you know, different koalas, whether it's like a, a gen one koala or like another rare one, like an ultra, whether it's a more um, HBAR harvest prize that you can get, whether it's more of our utility token, um, like whitelist for gen two or three, whatever it may be. And then on top of that, it was for the long-term vision of like, once we launched our utility token, so Koala Hashcoin, um, like what the allotment would be per point. So same thing, like if you have more points on a bi-weekly basis, you're going to get more of the KHK deposited into your, your wallet. So that was kind of like the game plan behind all that. Um, in addition, it was like, because we were so early in, in the space, um, like when we first minted like our Gen 1, like Cap, you can probably talk about this a little bit better because you're the one that does a lot of this stuff. Um, like the first token ID we created for Gen One, like only had like a thousand NFTs available on it. Yeah. So like, in retrospect, like we probably should have done like a bigger one, and we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with that. So I, I kind of came up with like these different unique mechanisms um, to provide utility for the community and to basically help alleviate problems further on down the road. So that was kind of the yeah and just nice also to touch on that yeah like he said i mean that was kind of like in the early stages of just being you know early the yeah. tool system that we had just there was a certain limit on nfts like getting minted out and like just learning about that curve yeah. kind of like set us back a little bit so then we couldn't you know keep minting on that token id so we kind of had to move into different token ids i gotcha. mean now obviously like we can go in and mint on the same token ID and we could have a 10K supply on that token ID, even if the supply, let's say is thousand NFTs. So if you mess up anything like that, so it's yeah, like just kind of being, you know, an OG, just yeah. going through different tools. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have one question about the, the token that you guys are trying to create. Yeah. Uh, are you guys worried about security guidelines down the road with creating some sort of like token gateway system? Yeah. yeah. So full disclosure, the token is completely worthless. There is no value for it. Okay. <laughs> so that's the legal side coming out. There, there is no perceived value. This is not an investment in the company. You will not get any return on investment. It is strictly a utility token that will fuel our ecosystem. Hey, so, hey Corbin, at least are saying that on the Alt Kings. Yes. <laughs> it's true. You can play this back in court just in case. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. Yep. So, I mean, yep. obviously, like, you know, especially us being, you know, US based and everything, that, that's obviously a, a concern. Yeah, yeah, especially with, you know, the SEC and, and the gray area that we are because, like, we're so early in the space at this point. And until Gary. a lot of security issues yeah, <laughs> get, like, figured out, um, yeah, it, it is a bit of a risk. But um, I, I think the way that we position ourselves, the way that we um, we, we didn't do, like, an initial coin offering, we didn't, didn't do an IDO. Um, it was strictly just, like, once again, it's, it's going to help fuel our economy within our own Liquidity. ecosystem. Liquidity. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, you'll be able to use it for, you know, buying other koalas, playing the play-to-earn game, things of that nature. So, yeah, once again, there, there's no perceived value. Um, it's completely worthless. It's just something that we use to provide utility to the project itself um, for different aspects that we have coming down the pipeline. Yeah, Amazing. It's, it's just like playing Monopoly. It's just a game. Fake money. Yeah. Yes. So, you Gary Hansler, please do not call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So I only had one last thing to ask, or yeah. more or less just to point out. I saw one thing. It was kind of deep in the archives of the Koala Club, uh, Quality Banter. 
Yes. Okay. So <laughs> that was started before I came on board. So, Cap or Buck, why don't you guys go ahead and take the mic? If you don't know Corbin, it's their own podcast that they have called Quality Banter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I see. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't know about this, but only two episodes, and I think they were filmed in either March or May. Yeah, so it's probably best you don't know about it. Let's just like were they filmed with a toaster? (laughs) Because if so, I'll watch it. More of like (laughs) no, I think uh, it was just our way of trying to be more engageful with the community, and of course, kind of. We just need a better structure, and we're doing better about doing tour spaces and coming onto things like this. Um, but until we get that, you know, structure set, um, you know, we're not going to continue to do that because we want to be well presented, like what you guys are doing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it it takes a lot of time, basically, yeah. like to have yeah. so many things set up. I mean, every single day we're in a call, just at least us three or with the whole team or anything like throughout every single day you know it could be three to six hours we had like a six hour call a couple days ago and it's like takes a lot of your time and that's just brainstorming and talking and stuff and then you got to do like you know develop work and in the community everything and just having like a podcast on the side like it's definitely a goal and we're still you know going to focus on that going forward but it's it's a really good name. hard to keep track yeah, yeah it is a, it's a great that. name. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. And that's why, like, we got to get it back up and running. But, yeah, I think just like kind of like Cap and Buck were saying, it was, you know, maybe initially we, we bit off a little too much of the apple that we could chew um, to where we had so much things going on. And, and like Cap was saying, like, between, you know, meetings with partnerships and trying to expand the community and the things we have coming down the pipeline, between meetings with the artists, our, our, our team, we, we do a really good job of having, like, organized and constructed meetings, like, within our own community, like, within our council and, like, EVIP members and everything. Um, so like that kind of fell off a little bit towards like, okay, well, there, there's only so much time and you have to kind of prioritize the things that like you really want to focus on. So I, I think maybe like probably Q1, Q2, 2023, where things start slowing down, like then maybe we could do it again and start providing project updates during that Avenue. Um, but just like the amount of stuff that we're working on right now, it's just like, there's no time to, to sit down and do a constructive, um, and well-organized podcast at this point. So yeah, of course yeah. it might be worthwhile to add another person to your team that could handle that if you, if you can, or more or less just try to do it. Like maybe once every other week. Yeah. And the other thing is like, it's obviously balancing the schedule. Like, okay. Like obviously yeah. NFT projects are like worldwide. So it's like people on our council within our community. It's like, we have people based in like the West coast, United States, East coast. We have people that are based in Europe, Asia, India, all the time zones. Uh, so it's like, yeah. So yeah, it's like, there's really zone. never like when you try and organize, like, you know, 10, 15, 20, 50 people to do a call or like a podcast or whatever, maybe like it, there's never a conducive time for everyone. So yeah, we try and do it. Then all of a sudden it's like, okay, only, you know, eight out of 25 people responded. So it's like, okay, like, well, I guess we'll just do it next weekend. And then things come up and you keep yeah. pushing them off. So yeah, but like yeah. the podcast, when's, when's like, club assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had, like you guys don't just come on here and go, all right, we're going to get in a call with Qual club. You guys have, you know, the structure behind it and the, you know, the questions and details and, you know, the, the rhythm in it as well. Like, you know, I think that's where another issue was like, we had too many people on the quality banter where it's just like, I feel like, like in this, like this podcast, we've done a great job just bouncing off each other. But like when we were doing it, it was a little bit of a, a struggle. So it's like, and it really just comes down to understanding who you're talking with and getting to know the individual and just adapting to the atmosphere. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. flow, yeah, flow is definitely race. a big thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. I think that's, we definitely enjoy doing like, you know, these types of podcasts or Twitter spaces where it's like, it's more open-ended. Like it's not, obviously it's structured, but like it's, it's getting to know each other. You can kind of explain like your background, your journey, uh, give some project updates, things of that nature. So yeah. you know, these are things that like, these are actually the, the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, the stressful yeah. stuff is like know, all the right? things on the back end that we're doing right now. So it's like, after no, we, this we really call, appreciate we'll you guys time for bringing us on here for sure. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you'd be you'd be kind of surprised like me and corbin are very structured with how we go about these but uh in the our previous episodes in the very beginning we used to literally have like a notebook that we just base off of and now yeah, we've yeah. obviously got gained a lot more experience and we're able to just structure things off of our prior experience and then just basically flow with whatever questions come to mind yeah that's good man especially like long term with more you know podcasts you guys have yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like learning with anything. You just got to keep doing it and then figure Cons- out. Yeah, it's just consistency. Literally, to win at life is just consistency. Like, <laughs> people I mean, make it seem like it's so much harder than it actually is. But in reality, to win at life is just to be consistent with something and never stop on it, and then you'll win. Yeah, yeah discipline. the discipline. discipline yeah, discipline and consistent. Yeah, because motivation, like, you know, not you're not going to be motivated all the time. So, like, discipline outweighs, you know, motivation. Yeah. Every time in my book. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a true pleasure having you boys onto the podcast tonight. And I'm glad we finally were able to knock this one out. But Corbin, yeah. you have uh, something? Yeah, Corbin, you have something. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to structure this into the to the, to the the flow of everything. But uh, Cap, you had mentioned <laughs> earlier about how you guys had originally had too many traits and how you had to like mm-hmm. ax some of them down. How, how do you go about calculating that or figure figuring out how much is too much that's a great question actually and it kind of just depends on your supply in general like if we're going to have 800 we're not going to shoot for you know 200 traits or something so it's kind of like more (laughs) playing with (laughs) playing with (laughs) generation and kind of throwing it into the randomizer and just seeing what you get and if you see too many of one trait and you're like oh i need to cut that down but then you're looking at oh i don't want everything rare so you have too many traits because there's lower percents. But yeah, then if thing, you like, have... Like, yeah, sorry, Cap. No, I was just going to say, like, too we little. had over, like, oh. 100... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had, like, over 120 traits or whatever for, like, the drop mm. one for Gen 2. And then it was like, damn, okay, literally everything is, like, 1% to 3% rarity. So, like, we understand, like, you know, trading and flipping is, like, a big thing, like, within the Adair NFT community and just, you know, NFTs in general. So, like, if everything is, like, too rare, then it's, it, it's kind of hard to create you know, like a, an actual market price and like a floor price for your project and for the collection. So um, yeah. like the silver line was like, okay, maybe we did too much for Gen 2 as far as the traits are concerned. But, you know, now when Gen 3 comes around, like we've already got a lot of the traits placed. So um, like it'll definitely help alleviate some of the stresses about that. Um, but yeah, it's like one of those things where we knew there needed to be a hierarchy and like kind of a tiered system. Like, okay, these are, you know, common, these are rare, these are legendary, whatever you want to call it. So that was kind of like the the whittling down process. Yeah. And that was once again, just multiple calls, like over several hours. And we're like arguing, debating back and forth. <laughs> and like, we're like, like yeah. no man, like I really want this one in the collection. And then like Capriluck, like, dude, all right, we got to X this one, but I really want this one. So yeah. it was definitely like a, like a, a, a battle to kind of like, you know, figure out which ones we're going to keep and which ones we had to maybe shelf just for, you know, the next time. Yeah. yeah there's a I lot think, of issues or, with like the layering and, and stuff like that, where we're like, okay, this one's just too consistent of having issues and you know whether we like it you know we gotta cancel out because it's just it's just you know uh uh you know a problem on our end so it was that was like the six hour call that we had 
that took, you know, to get all that squared away. And then we had like another five hour one the day before. So, you know, it took like 10 or 11 hours to get everything, you know, situated and squared away where we were happy with the results that, you know, Correct. And then Cap, you could probably chime in too. Like like, then there was like some layering issues to where like, okay, like we really did like this trait and, you know, we kind of wanted things to be like, okay, we have a a theme and a look and a feel like what the collection is. Um, But when you incorporate certain traits, then you have um, like layering issues that happen later on. So that that was some of the issues that we ran into as well, where we had to chop some ones that like we didn't necessarily want to, um, but we ended up figuring out, I think the, the collection came out great so far. So we're super stoked about it. And that's yeah. really all that matters is if you are happy with it. Yeah. And I was going to yeah. say also, like if that question was in general as well, like for any community or like project, I think you need to do like a deep dive on the marketplace of Solana and yeah. Ethereum and HBAR and look at the percents that you're going to buy the NFTs of. And then you'll kind of look at your own project and be like, okay, that's kind of like the rarity percentages. Exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. Cool. Well, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any other yeah. part You guys are questions? killing it. We wish you guys the best down the road and hopefully we'll be able to get you guys on again after hopefully Gen 3 is dropped. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully I'll see yeah, more Koala absolutely. PFPs. I know that Big Chili is always yeah. rocking the Spartan one, and Duruler's got his oh, yeah. his rocking his too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the uh, the Spartan one will be that, that's actually a sneak peek for the play to earn game. So nice. Um, you know, maybe once that gets closer to fully development, um, like I said, we start hopefully should start production probably end of the month or, or first week of November, um, and we're looking to release that you know probably late Q one Q two. So maybe once some of that stuff comes out, we can definitely talk about like, you know, the play to earn aspects and love to how that space is far further developed on the, the network and some of the issues we ran into and some of the things we had to go through to, to make sure that we brought the game to life. So yeah, I was already ready to talk about it here, but we guess we couldn't <laughs> <laughs> ran out of yeah, time. I guess, can, but on the we'll next episode of the old about. Kings. Yeah. Really appreciate it guys. Thank, thanks for taking the time. Of um, course. Now that you guys are doing an awesome job crushing with the channel, you guys have seen a lot of growth over the past couple months. So we appreciate you being part of the community, uh, help spreading the word, and give us a platform just to talk about koalas. Yeah, that's what we're here for. And we appreciate yeah, we you coming to see the whole entire community grow. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, of course, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really nice meeting you guys, and you yeah. know, always happy to Likewise. talk and anything forward. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really fun, really enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, most and ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the Alt Kings podcast, and we will see you next episode. Peace.